We are on a mission, a mission to save and revitalize independent pharmacy. On the Catalyst Podcast, we dive into current events that are shaping how pharmacists approach their patients and their businesses. Fuel your passion for pharmacy one conversation at a time. Three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Welcome to the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Key, president of Pioneer X, and today I have with me co-host Mark. Hi, I'm Mark Bivens, vice president of business development with Pioneer X. And Marsha. Hi, Marsha Bivens, marketing director for Pioneer X. Today, we have Chris Cornelson, owner and CEO of Solutions RX. So how are <laughs> you? Man, I'm fantastic. I mean, absolutely could not be better. Been looking forward to talking to you. Absolutely. Solutions RX, uh, extraordinaire, pharmacist extraordinaire. So back in, I think, 2018, we interviewed you for our uh, leader page on, on our website. And you were starting to, that was the time you were kicking off your working relationship with one of my favorites, Bob Lomanac. Yep. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. I think Absolutely. he's been referred to as like, the father of sync. Godfather. <laughs> grand, I think I heard Grandpa. Chris call him grandfather. 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 <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I okay. heard Chris call him grandfather. I'm texting well, him. There's some age Chris jokes. Chris called you grandpa. Some age, some okay. age jokes, opportunities Again. in there. Again. <laughs> so uh, y'all y'all opened a store together. Um, we did. And, and often when I talk with Bob, he's like, yes, he calls me three times a day. Nice. Matter of fact, he's due in the next hour. <laughs> I would call Bob three times a day if he'd if, let like, me. Yeah, if Bob let me, I, I would. Bob's got so much charisma. He's just, oh, yeah. He is. Yeah. So he's what, what was the store y'all opened together? Yeah, so uh, the store was New Albany Pharmacy and Solutions. And let me give okay. some background on me and Bob. Bob yeah, what, is, what started off that partnership? That's Yeah, Bob is from Iuka, Mississippi. We only have 4,000 people. Bob graduated high school with my mother. And so oh. I've known Bob and his family oh. my whole life. I did not I know really, that. Yeah, I really didn't know him. He moved off when I was really young. And uh, then I got to know Bob professionally. And obviously, he would come back to Iuka some. So we built a relationship and uh, a partnership in the store. But mainly, just he's been such a mentor to me. He's, uh, he's been fantastic. And I'm probably the only person that gets away with calling him grandfather. But I call him <laughs> the grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I'm calling him Grandpa next time. I, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that for you guys. You're leaving. <laughs> I, <no. laughs> I don't think I've earned it yet. I don't think I've earned it. He, he calls me about once a month, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna answer with, "How's it going, Grandpa?" Right, yeah. Right. He he won't take offense to that because he is a proud Grandpa now. There's uh, that's true. He just had what the fourth or fifth grandbaby this last August or something. I Every time I look on Facebook, it's like he's got a new grandbaby. He bounces to Colorado a lot because that's where the newest grandbaby was born. And uh, he goes back and forth from Florida to Colorado a lot now. <laughs> All right. So this is the Chris show, not the Bob show. So what about you, Chris? You have kids? Five minute segment on Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got two kids. I've got a son who actually plays some college football at Northeast Community College. Uh, I know it's hard to believe because most of you know me know I'm about five seven, five eight. My son is six three. Nice. <laughs> um, wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have a daughter who is a senior cheerleader and they're going for their bid for their second state championship next week. So hopefully Damn. that'll go well. And uh, my wife's Janet, and everybody wants to talk pharmacy until they realize that my wife works at a rocket plant, and she's technically a rocket scientist. So that is nice. You're right nice. about that. Okay. It, it, it's over. You guys will want her for the podcast next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, is Janet now, there? And now it's Chris's wife's <laughs> right. show. Yeah, it's the yeah. Chris's wife's is, show. Is Janet there? What does a rocket scientist do anyway? <laughs> She has top secret clearance, and she oh, wow. can't tell me what she does most of the oh, time, yeah. so I have no idea. <laughs> That's fine. When Mark was in the military, he'd yeah. come home, and it's, how was your day? And the entire sentence was just one long acronym, and I'm like, uh-huh, okay. And then it was just like, it was fine. It was <laughs> good. <laughs> it was fine. I relate to that, Morris. I have to tell my wife, look, if, if you want me to follow the conversation, you got to quit talking acronyms and tell yes. me what yes. you're talking about. <laughs> Happens in pharmacy a lot too, though. You got PBMs and, and, well, I mean, and now we're DRIPs in the same industry, like, and all but... this other stuff. Yeah, no, I know it happens though. I, I catch myself doing it. And people are like glossing over. Right, right, right. 
So something I saw, um, 500 pharmacies using Solution RX. Yeah, I think we're up to 556. That is super cool. So um, I, I guess are most of those Pioneer are kind of a mix of people or? It's, it's a mix of people, but most are Pioneer. And, uh, you know, Pioneer has so much capability to do interesting things. And one thing we pride ourselves on is supporting the pharmacies. So when we do training and things, it's not odd at all for them to do a trigger or uh, I'm kind of in, trying to remember what you guys call it, but they'll do triggers and pop-ups. An edit, and those, you're right, yeah. Yes, yes. So the, they're, they're commonly doing uh, triggers and RX edits to, to make uh, our training pop up in your system more and more. So it, it's, it's a really cool uh, marriage when the pharmacy has Pioneer because it makes it really easy to, uh, for them to train their team and put it exactly where they want their staff to see things at. So, yeah, I'd say, you know, it's off the cuff. This isn't the scientific number. But I'd say about 65, 70 percent of my pharmacies are Pioneer. Nice. So is New Albany, New Albany the only store that you have with Bob Lomanek, or is there talks about another one? Uh, it is the only store we had together, but we actually sold it recently. So we're out of the oh. New Albany store. Okay. Let, let's loop back to solutions uh, real quick. Is that is that the nutrient? But I, I'm not as familiar, Chris. Uh, is okay. that the nutrient depletion piece? Yes. 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 Uh, okay. So we're, we're probiotic vitamins and enzymes. Uh, we're pharmacist formulated. We support independent pharmacies, and we got started just doing probiotics and drug nutrient depletion. Are you seeing a bigger success? So you'd say in like, in like a good pharmacy with that, what percent of profits would be nutrient? Uh, I think profits in OTC should be somewhere between 5 and 15%. Um, that's not all of my company. I, you know, I think a lot of people are doing CBD right now. A lot of people are doing other that's niche uh, products. We, we don't have everything. Uh, I often recommend other products or other areas. Uh, you know, I teach the Profit Igniter still at PDS, so I'm familiar with other companies and, and tactics to get other things going. Uh, one thing I was really proud of recently is we send a Tuesday tip out to all our members. Every Tuesday, we do a two to five minute blog, and it's about the industry. You know, a lot of the times it's about solutions RX, but sometimes we, we did one recently on the, what I called the twindemic and it was COVID-19 and the flu. And we're talking about the importance of getting your flu vaccine so that your doctor would, you know, be able to rule that out pretty fast. And what the Tuesday tip was more about was there was a shortage in the flu vaccines. So yeah. at that, yeah, at that time we were talking about how to have a waiting list and to use your sync calls and your things in Pioneer and how to touch that patient immediately when it came in and generate those sales all at once. Uh, but your original question, you know, yeah, I think anywhere from five to 15% OTC sales. And I think drug nutrient depletion, you know, that touches about 40 to 60% of the patients. They still say about 60% of the people who take a medication have a side effect. And that's basically what we're based on is offsetting that side effect. So what is it that, what is it that got you inspired to start Solution RX, to start introducing vitamins for nutrient depletion? What, what kicked that off for you? Yeah, yeah. So early in my career, I got into compounding pharmacy. And I, I'm not the world's best compounding pharmacist. I'm not like a Cliff Holt or somebody like that. But I stumbled a, a, upon enzymes making vitamins absorb better. Um, I was teaching some CEs, just some lower level stuff on probiotics and coenzyme Q10 with statinakes. And I didn't have any products. I was just teaching CEs. And as I was compounding and messing with the enzymes, I, I wanted to see if it really make things absorb well. So if a patient came in from the doctor and had any prescription for a vitamin, I would offer my enzyme for free. And I didn't know if it would work or not, just to be honest. And I would, the only thing I would ask is to see their blood test the next time. And lo and behold, every uh, vitamin they were depleted in would be higher the next month. And every other vitamin on their blood panel would be higher. So the next thing I did was realize how many side effects were caused by just simple vitamin depletions and realized that I had enough pharmacy background to formulate a product and I put it together and honestly did not think it would grow like it has, but it really took off and I got passionate about it. And, you know, the backside of the OTC thing is it's generally about a 40% margin. I mean, it just is no matter what line we're talking about. And mm -hmm. so as far as a profit margin, it's one of the most profitable things still that a pharmacy can do because there is no DIR fees. There, right. there are no audits on the back end. So that's that 15% is in your register. 
and it's mm -hmm. there so your, your pharmacy can operate. So the combination of finding a niche that was popular and I was passionate about, and also I'm, I'm crazy passionate about helping independent pharmacy in general. So it just was a perfect wedlock for me and we took off and the rest is kind of history. So do you see any kind, I mean, are you going to start doing any kind of research as far as looking at their blood work and comparing it to last uh, for patients who have had COVID? Uh, I, COVID, probably not. Um, and, and I say probably not because we just haven't done that. Another thing I was really proud of on our Tuesday tip is we reached so many pharmacies because not just our 550, but they share it with their friends a lot mm -hmm. of the time, which yeah. is fine. We welcome that. But we were one of the first ones to start the immunity pack. And uh, the funny thing to me was I, when I did the immunity pack, I told them, I was like, these vitamins are not sold by Solutions Rx. We just want you to be successful. And we gave them a process on how to sell it and how to put it in their uh, compliance packaging and things. And uh, so people would call and they'd say, hey, we want to order more NAC or more zinc or more C. And that onesie twosie is not really what we do. And I would say, so I'd give them the people that my pharmacies had ordered from. Uh, but I would have to remind them that that's not our product. So we're not specifically focused on COVID. We try to really stay in our lane. And it's really drug nutrient depletion and a, a few different ailments on the side of that. But so right now, I don't think we'll do blood work with COVID. But if the pandemic sticks around much longer, we could get into that genre at some so point. So what's in the immunity pack? So the immunity pack is something that I, I definitely can't take all credit. Cliff Holtz, one of the, the first people that helped me oh, cool. uh, organize this. And Cliff did more work on the organization. And I just kind of put it out on our uh, uh, on our Tuesday tip to touch more pharmacies. But it is a zinc and a D and a, a NAC. And what those three do is uh, zinc and C help your immune system, obviously. There was tons of studies uh, in the beginning of the pandemic and still are. Countries that are high in D are low in death rate. Companies that are low in D are high in death rate. So raising D obviously lowers your death rate. Uh, we do have the probiotic in there. We be, believe a probiotic helps your immune system. And uh, doggone it, there's five things in there. Zinc, C, D. <laughs> put him on the spot. Uh, a probiotic. And uh, for the life of me, I can't remember the fifth ingredient in the immunity pack. But what we do is we coach pharmacies to put that in a pack. Uh, and it does two things. Uh, I was interested in this. I thought it would just be originally people who got COVID. That would do it, but it, that was not the case. There has been a huge market for people who are back in the work yeah. environment and they're just trying to be as healthy as possible so mm -hmm. that if they do contract COVID, they can fight it off as well as possible. Makes and total, uh, makes total yeah. sense. Is that like a, when you say a pack, is that like a pass? Is that like the yes. product pass type packing? Yes, people are putting it in the past. They're putting the OTC products on there and they're uh, producing it. Uh, most pharmacies pre pack it. And it makes a, a, an OTC sale. And if you think about it, it's really five OTC sales for the company because there's five ingredients in there and uh, they're putting that out at once. I, funny, we, we keep winding, everything rolls back to Bob, right? Uh, <laughs> Bob, Bob reached out to me the other day and told me he'd been having great success, but he had a community college that's close to his town and they ordered 100 immune packs at once and they're wow. going to continue ordering that. So that's the way you can really move OTC sales when you when you become the the uh, expert and they start calling on you and then you market something like an immunity pack on Facebook. Next thing you know, you make a hundred sales in a day, and that's pretty cool. That yeah. that's interesting. I mean, we uh, Mark and I and the kids we went and all got COVID tested COVID tested before Thanksgiving, so that way we could spend the week with my grandmother to make sure that, hey, after soccer, we're not asymptomatic. And the, far, the clinic that my daughter and I went to, they actually gave me a list of things to start taking to kind of build up. And also, if we did come in contact with COVID, that our symptoms would be less. And exactly. I guess that was their kind of list of, but it was interesting, the medications that were on there. You know, there's tons of studies that, that have different lists. Uh, I've seen Pepsid, I've seen Zyrtec, I've seen some that have the prescription mm -hmm. Singulair. Um, they, they've all got, you know, it, it's so new, they've all got some validity. Um, and I think it's just what your doctor and pharmacist believe is the best route for you. But yeah, I, I've seen the same thing. Uh, you know, the thing I'm excited about is just people being proactive, you know, getting right. out there and yeah, seeing what's so next, true. what works, what doesn't. Uh, I've seen doctors drop things off their list they didn't think was working, add things. But uh, 
it, it's it's mm. all been I hate to say exciting, but but we're in the healthcare profession. And one thing I've been preaching is is I had some pharmacies in the beginning and they wanted to do everything for break even or not making money in this pandemic. And I was like, we don't want to gouge people. I don't believe in that. But right. I also believe that that if you practice at the top of your license, you should get paid at the top of your license. And if we're practicing and keeping people healthy, then you should not mm-hmm. feel guilty about getting paid for that. If people don't don't think anything about paying for that. Uh, the services have, that the pharmacies that I work with uh, have offered during COVID have been very well received. And uh, and in turn, that that's equaled some profit margins for some people. So that's cool. I could definitely see that on a, um, you know, talking to someone like my grandmother on a patient level, um, usually about cold and flu season, she doubles up on her vitamin C in case she's around my nephews and gets a cold or flu from them. But now you see more people actually you know, taking that advice more seriously. So I could see how that your, your immunity pack being definitely everyone wants to get their hands on it. Um, that should definitely be something that pharmacies should keep in, should be handing out with their prescriptions. Hey, you've got the flu. You might want to consider doubling up on these. So, so your Tuesday list is that just PDS members, or what? What, what defines that list? Are those Solution RX, or is that? It's just Solutions RX members. Solutions, it's a yeah. service okay. we do. Um, w- once you get any of our products, you don't have to get our whole line or anything. Once you become a Solutions RX customer, we give you the Tuesday tip all the time. Um, as you know, and another thing we do in Solutions RX is we're, we're, we support independent pharmacies. We give you the training and the videos, and you get all that training for free the minute you sign up. So the minute you get one of our products, we look at you as our customer, and uh, that that's who the Tuesday tip list goes out to. And I tell them that I don't share it with anybody except Solutions RX. But like I say, sometimes it winds up on YouTube. Sometimes it winds up on Facebook. Right. So wherever they share it at that point is up to them. We know all about that oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as well. Um, so I guess when you're targeting maybe a patient, and, and I'm sure it's down to a science at this point, but where or when is kind of the the patient in an optimal place to, to, to do something like that? Is that kind of post copays, post deductible, and, and they've got a little more disposable income at that point or, or where? You know, I, I think it's patient specific. Um, you know, one, one thing we, we say is we offer the solution. We let the patient choose if it's the right solution okay. for them. We train our pharmacies not to worry about if they don't want the product or if it's the wrong price point for them that day. We just sure. offer the education, educate, educate, educate. So okay. I think you'll have some people that, that want it right then no matter what. Uh, some people from time to time will go on or off our product because of income or because mm-hmm. of a deductible. And that's fairly common too. I tell you what's a lot more common though, is, uh, most of the time our drug nutrient depletion doses are twice a day. Most of our pharmacies are putting in them in their compliance packaging and the way they're having consistent OTC markets is they're putting their patient on sync. They're calling the patient and then they're packaging their OTCs so that it's all together. You mentioned the staff. You, you, you've trained your staff um, in that point. What's the what's the buy-in process slash training process on the on the staff side? I, I imagine yeah, you got the right people. They're all probably all in all the time. But but yeah, what's that like? So I teach a superculture class. So I think your culture is cool. super important. Yeah, it's a two day class that that cool. we teach. But uh, you know the process. Uh, you know every product that that we sell, we teach. Uh, we've got a three to five minute video on the product because we think you've okay. got to have command and confidence in your product. And we got a three to five minute video on what we call the process. And the turnkey process is the key to the sales. Um, for example, if somebody comes in with diabetes, then the diabetes prescription triggers the process mm-hmm. to start. That grabs the bag stuffer, shows the patient the common side effects, shows them what's in the product to offset it. And it's just a, a smooth uh, flow of conversation through the process. We find that every store that runs the process makes a ton of over-the-counter sales. Some stores will admit to us, hey, Chris, we're just not on the process right now. Uh, we're going to get to it or some get off track. But if you follow the process the and educate the patient, the patient wants the education. And I, I'm not, I know we're, we're not here to plug things, but yep, Pioneer, sure. the, the cool thing about you guys is that you can tag the drugs that you want to make the triggers interact to. And that that's very helpful. And that's one reason that your uh, actual users are very successful running my process for over-the-counter products. 
I think, you know, I'm sitting here and saying, hey, I wish all of our customers were using Solution RX and everybody had a pass or some kind of packaging and was doing the, the I think there's a great idea to put together those immunity packs. And because I'm hoping that's a thing that people will continue. I think this is going to last long enough that they're going to say, I'm not going to get off of this. But what else? So that five to 15% of profits, what else would you recommend and you're thinking about in your stores? What are other ways? You know, one of our goals is to save and revitalize independent pharmacy, and we're looking at any way we can help and advice we can give. What are the ways to grow? Um, so, you know, the PBMs, I think we all know they're not on our side. So we've got, when I look at growth in a pharmacy, I'd like to see the pharmacy try to grow outside that. I don't think you can independently grow. We want to be as successful as we can inside that. But then I think OTC is a great place. I think most people are looking at CBD lines and I think that's good. Um, I think you can, if, if you, if you have a niche, of things like uh, aroma oils and therapies. I think that's a great niche for some people. It's not something that, that we push in our line or we do. And I think the clinical side has to get a hard look from everybody right now. Uh, I saw Josh Remney talking about how he was educating people on your uh, podcast. Uh, he's bringing them in and charging for the consultation. I've heard people doing the at-home monitoring and actually getting paid on the uh the uh, I guess they'd call it the medical side of the insurance for those type services. Right. I think going forward, we have to look at not only what clinical services can we provide, but how do we get paid for them? And I, I, I think I think a nice blend of getting 10 to 15 percent of your profit from OTC, a nice blend of getting 10 to 15 percent of your profit from clinical and, and making that a 40 percent more margin would change 30 percent of your market. And I, I think that's the future of pharmacy. I think it could look a lot different, go a lot of different ways. Uh, I think it's key for pharmacies to try to find three areas to focus on for the year. I think that's utterly important. Uh, the guy that wrote the book for uh, Disciplines of Implementation, I heard him give a talk one time, and he said the, the average Fortune 500 company that focused on 10 goals a month hit one. The average company that focused on three hit two point something. So the point is, the more goals you get, the, the more you bleed it down. So I think if a pharmacy could find three things and say, I'm going to target these three for my profit margin outside the PBMs a year, I think that, that would be uh, – wise things. And I think it's got to be stuff you're passionate about. So what's your three? So, it, it, you know, I, I actually sold my pharmacies too the last couple of months. So I, I don't know if that news is out there everywhere. But for me, uh, in Solutions Rx, I think if a store is not doing anything in our line, we go probiotics first. There's okay. so much market for probiotics. Um, I think the immunity pack could be a category or it could just be a driver in, in OTC. I think the clinical side, the home blood pressure monitoring is very attractive. Uh, you get paid for the monitor up front. You have to get plans that do it. You have to get the right doctor's office to to partner with you. But that that's lucrative and it's every month. And a pharmacy that's already ha having a sink call gets to do that consultation during that call. So it's it's not it's not. It is new, but it's not something that's reinventing the wheel. You've already right. got the contact with the patient. And I think I think those clinical things that that tie onto that uh, would be an area that I would definitely look at. And I still think compounding, you know, uh, with compounding, the regs got stiffer and competition went down and the average independent has to compete in those areas. So I think if you are a compounder, you get into your niche area inside that. And if you're not a compounder, I think you consider that as, as one of your sources. I think CBD can be great. Uh, I think it's already becoming a commodity because so many people yeah. are in CBD. Um, but there, there's still a lot of opportunity there, too. So for me, in my pharmacies, it's always an OTC focus. Uh, and I still coach the uh, all my stores stayed independent. And so I'm still coaching some of those stores. Um, but they're focused on OTC. They're trying to figure out their clinical side. They're compounders. So they have some niches uh, like hormone uh, therapy. Uh, has has some new markets, some uh, disintegrating oral stuff and some nasal things they're doing and they're profitable. And right now, just think about this. If you're in compounding and you've got a good uh, nasal uh, product, you know, it's just like flu and COVID, you know, doctors need to be able to diagnose quicker so that we can rule other things out uh, as we go to COVID. So if we can take care of nasal problems easier, it's it's one of the best times of all time for that to be your niche market. Anything that you can get rid of cold and flu-like symptoms so that we can knock things off the list for the doctor and for your healthcare, I think that's a great market to be in in 2021. All right. So you just kind of bounced over. So I, and I didn't know that you've sold all your stores. 
Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I sold all my stores. Um, I've been in pharmacy over 20 years. I took my first job at a pharmacy at 12 years old in my grandfather's pharmacy. I worked as a tech through college. Uh, I practiced for 20 years. I love Solutions RX and Solutions RX afforded me the ability to stay an independent pharmacy. Like I said, I've got contact right. with 550 stores uh, right now. I still teach uh, pharmacy profit classes. I still teach a superculture class. I teach it for regular business, but I teach it for pharmacy too. COVID definitely slowed that down, uh, but we're planning on getting another class up uh, in 2021. Um, but yeah, I, I sold my pharmacies. I did keep them independent. That was big in my my move. Uh, the guy that bought my main two had been working with me for 15 years. His name's Lee Griffin. Uh, wow, nice. be somebody you'll be looking at down the Congrats, road. Lee. Uh, yeah. Brilliant okay. young pharmacist. And so he bought owner. which two? He bought, uh, you had three, right? Ayuka and Satil. He Satilo. bought those two. And who bought New Albany? Lauren and Michael Warren. Lauren okay. and Michael Warren. So that were so they now, somebody who worked in this store or did they from home? What was their story? Nope. Michael Warren was a professor at Ole Miss and he had kind of retired from that. And Lauren Warren was an independent pharmacist. And I think she'd worked at some chains and Lauren actually wanted to make the person that uh, the purchase first, they both have pharmacy degrees, uh, but it was a nice fit. Uh, I know that one thing Michael did at Ole Miss was he got the, uh, the, uh, vaccine program going so they're one of their main focuses is the vaccines and i, I kind of didn't mention this but the covid vaccine is a great opportunity so positioning yourself to be right. able to administer that uh is a a great market it's a profitable market and it just keeps separating you i think as the expert of uh, covid testing you know there's there's a lot of stuff you can do in store i think that's uh really attractive and profitable so i think you pick one of those three i named or excuse me three of those several I named and, and you go at it that way. So you're free now to kind of supercharge. You freed yourself up to really kind of supercharge this product and kind of just light a rocket ship under it. What does that, so what does that mean? Where, where does that go? How do you, how do you light a rocket under Solutions RX? Solutions RX. Well, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Uh, the, the first thing we did is we moved to a new headquarters and uh, we, we're, we're creating a whole new distribution center at a, at a central headquarters. Um, it's a lot bigger. Uh, we're upgrading our product. We uh, we took our everything people had asked us about that we, I didn't have time to do because I was running the pharmacies. Right. We started addressing uh, our tablet was too big. And I always tell people we've got a lot in it. So we can't <laughs> have a small tablet with a lot in it. Um, but we lowered our tablet tablet size, which is actually going to be a big deal for our consumers. Uh, we went from cyanocobalamin to methylcobalamin. Now, I had a chemist from a university hired years ago to prove that my enzyme blend methylates for anybody. <laughs> Somebody can't methylate, that's it. But our pharmacist had been talking methyl over cyano so long that even though the chemistry was there, they still wanted us to go methyl, so we did. So we got a tablet smaller. We went methylcobalamin over cyanocobalamin. Uh, we're upgrading our branding and our look now. That's our next step. Uh, we took our probiotic, which, uh, you know, one of our goals has always been to be the number one independent pharmacist recommended supplement line in the country. And we think we're there with our probiotic. We're trying to get uh, a handle on those numbers. But our probiotic, even though it was our number one seller, we upgraded it. We went from six strains to seven. We went from 20 billion units to 30 billion units. And we've got a price point that's, uh, I think it's $23.99, which gives independent pharmacists a chance to compete with anybody. Um, and that's what we're all about. We want to solve the patient problem inside of taking care of the independent pharmacist. Uh, we also upgraded our website. It looks phenomenal, I think. And we made it where people could online order. We went direct to consumer, uh, but we're not Amazon. We are more expensive than you can get it in an independent pharmacy. We're only doing that because we were actually averaging a call a day by somebody who wasn't close enough to an independent. We direct them there oh. first and then yeah, if, if they can't do it, uh, then we do that. And then if you look online, our Christmas decorations are phenomenal right now. So go to our <laughs> Facebook page and check out what we did in our windows. <laughs> what, what about the immunity pack? Could you could you offer something like that Absolutely. Uh, for people yeah. who didn't have a pass? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're looking at a, a formulation and trying to take five products down to two. 
Um, that's what we're looking at. Uh-huh. When when we first did it, Jeff, I didn't know how long the pandemic would be here. It was really just something that we were trying to do our part in fighting the pandemic and and, and getting our pharmacists on uh, the front line uh, as prepared as possible. I uh, had no idea how much success they were going to have, and that's been that's been fun. You know, when, when one of your customers calls you, and and I'm sure you guys have had similar success. When they call you and they say, "Hey, I just want to thank you." You know, you gave me an idea that didn't have anything to do with your 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 company or your product line, and I helped some patients and I made some money. Uh, then you know that that's rewarding, and 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 that's how we build our line. I tell people all the time, they're like, "Well, I've already got a company that does this and that." No worries, you know, it's somewhere down yeah. the road, maybe we'll have a little something for you. Uh, some people put our whole line in at once, and that's great too. But but uh, no worries. Uh, I do want to share a testimonial I got yesterday, just because I thought this was cool. Um, we have a body detox. It's not one of our major movers. Uh, we have a, it's a good product. It's not a major mover. We've got an enzyme product that's just for uh, wellness. And then we've got a probiotic that is our biggest mover. And we had a patient call and they were having allergy problems. And I knew that enzymes could offset those allergies. The uh, Her doctor was having a lot of trouble. She'd been to a lot of specialists. And quite honestly, I made this recommendation I don't know, six months to a year ago, and I'd forgotten it. And the guy called me, actually sent me a text just yesterday. I think we're going to put this testimonial up on our Facebook page. Uh, and he, he was thanking me. He, he, his wife detoxed with our detox product. That's just a one-month thing. Then she started taking the enzyme with every meal, which even though they couldn't pinpoint what she was allergic to, enzymes help you break down histamines and fight things off. Uh, just kind of one of the things they do and how they work. And the combination had made the doctor change her from going to some kind of specialty immunologic biogenic drug. I, I'm not even familiar with what it was. That that was the next step for them. And Marsha, like you were saying, she was on Singular and I think he said Pepsid and Zyrtec. And she had so much success that they took her off all the drugs except Zyrtec. And they're thinking about taking her off of that. And she's just going to stay on the enzyme and the probiotic and monitor it. And I got that text yesterday. Uh, That's so cool. I need to find out what enzyme and probiotic that is. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I need that combination so I can get off of Yeah, these two fight allergies pretty good. (laughs) Right, right, right. And, and, you know, we, we don't push our products for allergies. I just knew she was having some trouble and this guy, you know, we had a relationship and he called and, and, and I, I wasn't pushing product on him. I didn't, I didn't care. He, he was just, you know, making an individual buy. And, uh, but the end of the text is what made my day. He said, we're truly grateful. He said, he said, you know, it changed, it, it changed my wife's, uh, you know, her quality of life. It went down because she was having so many problems. That's kind of the conversation we had had before. And, uh, he said, you know, me and my wife are grateful that uh, their quality of life went back up and, and the product did it. And, and we were, that's the fun thing. We were grasping at straws a little bit there. We, we're not in the, we're not usually marketed as an allergy company. And, and uh, I just knew that the, the doctor felt like it was foods. They couldn't pinpoint which foods. And I was like, well, if it's foods, then the digestive enzymes could possibly be the game changer. And lo and behold, you know, we don't always get that lucky, but, but it was. And uh, wasn't that so what that, pharmacists started doing? was trying different stuff. Yeah. You know, and, absolutely. And, and seeing what works. That's uh, you know, that's you go back to the twenties and stuff, that was what was going on and some stuff worked mm-hmm. and some stuff didn't and that's how they learned and I mean that's why you do it. Right. That's Absolutely. so why you do it when you get that phone call. Even when, when we install a pharmacy system and we get a, a note from somebody that said my staff got to go home at six <laughs> and they've been going home at eight, <laughs> right? Like we, we get with, so it's, it's sometimes as simple as that. Right. And Absolutely. and makes it a hundred percent worth it. All right. I love uh, Pioneer X better than cats. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. That's a great, we'll always hang that one on the wall. Well, absolutely. So how do we help you? How, how do we help you do what you're doing better? Yeah. How do systems help you or help, help a pharmacist do that? Well, I was really solutions RX really. I mean, I'm sitting here saying, Hey, I think a lot more people should be doing this. How, how can we help you? So, uh, you know, uh, the first thing you can do is invite me back to connect and let me speak this year, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah. that's always, you know, we've really grown. Yeah, you know, you guys have been have been great to let me do that in the past, but it's been a few years, and I'd like to get back on stage and show the upgrades and 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 where we've grown into and and what this company looks like now that we've lit that fire up under it. Uh, I love 
the interaction in Pioneer. I would I would love personally to talk to your software people from time to time and just let them know what we're doing and where where pharmacies are putting that in their system. Because that, that's the cool thing about Pioneer. You can make it however you need it in your workflow and your pharmacy. Um, but just, uh, you know, you guys could help me just by putting the message out there if you want uh, my product line or others. I mean, sometimes you're going to wind up with people that want to use a similar process for other line. And, and I know this is crazy, but I don't care if you're solving your patient's problems. That's kind of in our mission. And we feel like we'll come out in the, the end. Okay. Uh, but you know, just letting us have that communication like you always have been great to do, uh, you know, maybe even more proactively on my end and you guys in just making sure what do people want, where do they want to touch them at? Because one thing I do have uh, with the 20 years of pharmacy experience, uh, workflow and culture were two of kind of my niches inside the pharmacy market. So I'm usually pretty good to know why don't we touch the patient here as opposed to there. Uh, and and uh, one of the, the secret sauces we have just just for our customers is the first thing we do is train you on how to break the ice. OK, and, and I think there's a couple of specific questions sometimes. And what we do with you guys system is if the team's having trouble remembering how and where to break the ice, if it's a customer service, if there's a certain wording to a product, we'll have that pop up on the screen. And, and so we have that little reminder. Now, the reminder doesn't last long. It's not like it slows workflow down. After they see it a few times, they get it. But it's really your system that puts that last bit of secret sauce into the, the whole process. So would you say that Pioneer X customers are more successful using your product? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would say 100%. And, and, and what I like about your product is that you have that Pioneer experience and that you can really help people take advantage of the tools they have. And that's all about the staff. And, and, and I'd be curious about the people who are having trouble getting their staff to do it. My guess is they're probably on a different pharmacy system because the Pioneer kind of carries you. And, and and one of the things we say a lot around here is that pharmacists got to kind of fall into it if they're going <laughs> to be successful. They got to kind of do it accidentally. You know, we had a great story. Uh, you know, by far we're doing more care plans than anybody else in the country. And we had uh, uh, some pharmacists who were just, just killing it on care plan submission. Mm -hmm. And uh, the rest of the CPN folks went to them and say, what are you guys doing to be so successful? And they said, we didn't know we were submitting care plan. And and, and they were just doing their job. And, and so yes. that's, you know, if we can figure out a way that pharma, that everybody in the store can just do their job and, and do what the system tells them to do mm -hmm. through it, then, then I think we can. So here is the testimonial of all testimonials for Pioneer, but it, it's true. And I love, I tell this story in my class sometimes. Uh, I, I do a lot of pharmacy on sites. Uh, I've probably done about 25 pharmacy on sites in the last three years. And that's where I go. And I, I do them for profit. I do them for Solutions RX and I do them for culture. Um, but I was in a pharmacy and I was doing a profit igniter uh, uh, on site. And I showed this company it, it was several years ago and they had an extremely large niche market that and they had Pioneer and I showed them how to execute that market. I, it wasn't rock sense, but I showed them how to execute something that they already had sitting right under their nose. And I'm obviously not going to share how much margin they made. But they laid a, made a lot of margin. It wasn't Solutions RX product. It was just a different market. I, I wish I could. I wish I could say the dollar amount because it would make the story even better. But it was a lot of money. At the time, at the time, I also showed them how to turn on the sync part of Pioneer because they were a Pioneer customer, but they didn't have sync on. OK, when I say they made a lot of money, they made a lot of money. I got a thank you card in the matter, uh, a thank you card in the mail about six months later that said, Turning the sync program on changed our life. Thank you so much. Nothing about nothing about the stacks and stacks <laughs> the of money, cash yeah. they made on that niche market. It was about turning sync on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's one of our big frustrations is how do you, um, you know, you can have all the cool stuff in the world, and if they're not using it, if they don't take, and some of that's just life's in the way. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, that's 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 like that tomorrow diet that nobody's losing weight on. Right. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> me too. Mark and I are on that. <laughs> I'm on that diet. <laughs> and, and I tell you how I stumbled onto this too. It's kind of funny. I walked into a room and I was, I was trying to, you know, I've been in a lot of pharmacies. I just didn't understand what they were doing. I said, what's this room? And they said, it's my sink room. And I was like, okay, well, walk, walk me through the process. But they're just filling a prescription. And I've, I've worked on Pioneer for several years. And I was like, well, you know, where's your sink button? And, and, and how are you pulling up your sink patients and managing them? And, it, and I, I kept looking at it. I was like, you don't have these 
buttons where they're supposed to be. I was like, I, I know it can be customized, but you're not, it's like, you're not even hitting sync button. And then it was kind of like, what are you talking about? What do you, and so, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I made a call to you guys and, uh, got them hooked up with sync and, and lo and behold, like, uh, it way over six figures that I made them. And I got to thank you call for turning sync on in five yeah. years. <laughs> it's just quality of life, right? That's probably wow. you made a huge yeah. impact on quality of life. It's true. For absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, some of the some of that is just what I'm doing every day. Yeah, it's it just can I get can you yeah can I get home earlier? Can I whatever it is? Do I have time to 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 make more money on something else? Yeah, yeah, you can teach them on the niche, but if you can oh, grab I, them, if you can grab them three or four hours to do that niche. Well, I mean, it's that's it can huge. be such in the way if you don't have your workflow designed. That's super true. Um, yes, or if your percentage is low, if you mm-hmm. kind of start it and then kind of get stalled, and you just yeah. got three or four percent of people on there. Yeah. Um, Amen. So what kind of so solution RX really doesn't have anything to do with with um, PDS. What kind of role do you play in PDS today? Uh, a, a big one, you know. PDS is is having a lot of transition. I, I consider Dan Benamos a close personal friend. Um, I still teach the Profit Igniter for PDS. Now in 2020, uh, COVID shut that down, uh, but I assume we'll pick that back up. Uh, probably going to be presenting this year on stage. Uh, Dan and I are talking about some things that we feel like will help pharmacies be successful. And he's been kind enough to, uh, to explore that. Uh, I teach superculture on my own. Um, I would do that with PDS if they ever want to, but I, that's something that I just do. I'm, I'm passionate about getting pharmacies. You know, sometimes pharmacists are really good at the pharmacy side, but not really so much the culture and the business side. And in a two day class, we have a lot of fun bringing that to light. But my relationship with PDS is I, I'm still actually a member. Um, so even though I sold my pharmacist, I stay at pharmacies, I stayed a member because I want to be in touch with independent pharmacy. Uh, I'm a presenter at PDS and, uh, I'm looking at doing some contract jobs with PDS. Uh, some of the on sites I first started doing were through PDS. Uh, they don't do as many on sites now because of COVID, uh, but that could pick back up. So it, it's a complex relationship, but, uh, I kind of do what they need me to do. They've been good to me over the years. And, uh, you know, I think when people are good to you, if you're good back to them. It just, it just goes hand in hand. You guys have been good to me over the years. I've always enjoyed interacting and being able to participate in some of the things you are doing as well as other people in the industry. Uh, even some of my competitors, I enjoy to the level that I don't mind participating in doing business well with them. And, uh, it just, it's just good stuff. Life's good. And, uh, PDS has been good to me. So I do a lot with them. (laughs) I've already had some ideas out of this conversation. Yeah, I know. I'm, so, all right, tell us about the, the super culture class, because I'm super excited about super culture. Okay, so uh, PDS actually let me do a keynote a few years ago, and I did it on super culture, because one, one thing my, my team's been known for over the years is, is, is they can implement fast. We have a great work, work culture. That's that's kind of how we got so successful. And uh, it was really fun. I'm on a board of directors through PDS, and they'll come in and, and do a, uh, a overview of your store. I heard somebody describe being on the board of directors as like uh, you, you pay all your friends to come in and just kick the H-E-L-L out of you. And then you improve on it. When they came into my pharmacy, they wanted to really push my culture. And the, the cool thing was they were like, not only were they amazed by my culture, but one guy made the comment. He said, I expected your people to all be 10, 15, 20 year employees and all that. He said, you got millennials everywhere. They're consistent. They're at different locations. They're still getting it right. And I was like, yeah, it's my culture. And when I talk culture, you know, uh, my, my keynotes, it all starts with you write it down or it doesn't exist and then praise it forward. And uh, if you get into my class, we take it a little deeper into step four is hold it accountable which may be just as important as step three, but when you're doing a keynote, praise is more fun to talk about than accountability. And then uh, step five is to celebrate big wins. And we literally write the five most important documents in a super culture in the class. And then we show you how to manage your store from A to Z. Uh, we, we go through hiring and firing. Uh, it's two days. It is cram packed. And to be honest, it's the most rewarding thing I do. Uh, it's not the biggest thing I do. It's not the most profitable thing I do. Sure. But I've had more people come up to me after that class and say, w- one guy walked up and he had, I, I was at a show 
and it was it was a very good show for Solutions RX, and he was making his way through the crowd. And you know, you can tell, Jeff. I, I bet you get this a lot. Somebody's waiting to talk to you. They want to talk to you. And and I could see this guy, and I, I won't call his name, so I have the story. And he 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 patiently waited, and I said, "Hey, come here. You know, what, what, how's it going?" He'd taken my class, and a tear rolled down the side of his face. I'll never forget it. A tear rolled down the right side of his face, and said, "He looked at me, and he said, you changed my life.'" He said, my, my wife says it, my staff says it. He said, I, I, was, I was on a bad path and he implemented some of the things there. And it's, it, that's not about me. Uh, I, I've had business coaching from Paul Simpson through PDS for well over a decade now. Um, I've had access to people who changed my life right. and uh, I've just shared it. I shared all in that class. I shared exactly, not only how, it, it's not how we do things. It's not a step-by-step process. It's not you fill a prescription. It's nothing to do with that. It's about your culture and your people and how to hold them accountable and hold them accountable in a fun way. And to be honest, I don't mind saying this on here. I start day one with everybody comes into work and works hard. I go into the emotional intelligence and I say the main problem in a culture is the boss doesn't tell them exactly what we want them to do. Mm. We think we do, but tell them to work hard is not exactly what we want them to do. And I teach them how to write that down and how to go into that. And then when we tell them exactly what they we want them to do, then they do it and succeed and we praise them for it. And you praise what you want repeated. And it's it sounds simple, but I spend the whole that two days trying to flip flop from Boss doesn't tell them exactly what they want to do. Employee works hard. Boss gets frustrated because they're doing the wrong thing. Employee gets frustrated because they're working right. hard and boss snaps at them. The emotional intelligence of that destroys culture day after day after day. And I try to flip that scenario to where the documentation, which is very short and simple. One thing I ran my company on was one of the shortest policy and procedures known to man. It had about 30 total pages, but we used those 30 pages. I mean, they were... They were what we went by, and they're living documents. Um, I, I know that was long, but no, that's good. That makes so, sense. who would you say would be the one person that inspired you, like you inspired, like from your story, the that in, the man that you inspired that had the, che- the tear down the cheek? Who would be that inspiration? Who's been that inspiration for you? There's a couple. There's a couple. Um, Terry Norvell. And Kelly Babcock have been inspirational to me personally. Um, they, I, I, I stumbled across them professionally, but we became great friends. And they had so many people they had touched. Paul Simpson, my business coach, changed my mentality. I was totally clueless. I was running a pharmacy that was failing. Um, if you've ever heard my keynote, I say this on stage, I was failing. I had some anger issues. Uh, I was extremely competitive. I've got an athletic background and uh, I had no emotional intelligence and I was destroying my company. I was going to go bankrupt. I was on a bad, a bad place. Uh, The relationship with through through PDS, let me hear some phenomenal speakers who I studied and read on Uh, Steve Gillian, who doesn't know he impacted my life, but he's the first person. Uh, He had a thing. He said, who you are when you're mad, who you are. That hit me in the eyes. And so Steve Gillian impacted me from stage. Yeah, because I didn't like that person. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm with you, man. Like, no, that helps me a lot. Yeah. No, for real. Mark's yeah. just looking and, at me like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but from a business standpoint, Paul Simpson, uh, from a opportunity standpoint, uh, what Dan Benamos did for me over my career and trusted me to do some things. And then Kelly and Terry helping me with the emotional impact side. It's just been those people are, t- are close to me and, and they've made a big difference. Uh, I think emotional intelligence is one of the things that nobody's taught that everybody needs. And I actually teach that in my class now. And so when people think about emotional intelligence that know about it, they think about the fight or flight side of the brain and the amygdala side. And I think that's crazy important. But in my class, I teach you how to do what I call the optimal learning side. And how to release those good chemicals so that people repeat what you want and they grow and they want to be there. And so optimal learning is something that I'm passionate about and it's something we teach in superculture. So that's a two-day cool. class? Two-day class. Yep. And, and so where do you teach that a couple times a year? Or 
Yeah, I usually teach it a couple times a year. We've taught it in Huntsville. We we had a class get canceled in Nashville. Uh, we were looking at, at, at doing the next one in Denver. Um, we don't have dates for it right now, but you can usually get in touch with me at Solutions RX. Uh, we'll put those dates out everywhere uh, before long. Uh, we just got to see how COVID pans out and what hotels we can get to. Uh, canceling the last one was extremely disappointing because we had some people that were really fired up about the class, but right. the hotel canceled their uh, meeting room at the time. So, you know, it, in, in the pandemic, you just learn and, and you learn to adapt. That's one thing I think, uh, and I'm trying to take it down a different road, but that's one thing I, I'm very proud and impressed when leaders move through the pandemic because it's here. It's here. We, uh, I think true leaders in this figure out how to go forward safely as possible. But I think the cancel culture is is hurting us. And I think it's leaving a huge opportunity for leadership that can push forward. I think based um, on the day, we're going to try to do more stuff with you. I apologize awesome. that I haven't spent more time with you in the last little COVID piece, but um, that's cool. Super exciting. You're getting to focus on it. I, I sit here thinking Thank I wish all of our pharmacists were were interacting with you, not only for, hey, they need to be doing new nutrition stuff, but some of the other cool stuff you're doing, the way you know about Pioneer, just your passion for independent pharmacy. I believe I'm super excited. I think I think I might have might go to your class on the, the culture, class. the culture, even though it's pharmacy specific. But well, actually, it's, it's not. not right? uh, we not. do a business specific. Yeah. And uh, I, I went to a couple of professional keynotes and I was COVID knocked me out of an opportunity to speak to a grocery association and they were coming to my culture class and I took it to some uh, other small businesses. So as soon as COVID's over, I, the next progression of supercultures to take it to other businesses. It's it's not as pharmacy specific as All you right. think. So because yeah. I would I love, love, you know, that. we have our employees uh, go through Dale Carnegie yeah. and stuff like that. It might be a fun thing for the managers to go through. Um, take my so. take my family. Take my family. Yeah. <laughs> Always not sitting through that. Unless Always not sitting through a super culture. It has definitely been a pleasure to get to catch up with you and, and see you today. Absolutely. I, I've missed seeing you guys. I've missed seeing the, the other vendors. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's fun. Yeah. You know, it, it becomes your own uh, little little tribe. And then uh, when it's you don't our, see them for a whole year. It's our monthly it, it family reunion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 And, you know, Jeff, one more thing about the culture class that I think would be interesting for you is uh, the coolest thing about that class is after we get the documentation, we get by that, the whole two days winds up being pharmacy owners asking questions and it's about their problems. And we we attack it from a culture standpoint. But I think it'd be really cool for you to hear because I think Pioneer can help in culture more than they let it, huh. um, I, you know. Obviously, in sync, it's made a big difference. But I, I think there's other ways, workflow-wise and all, that you might be able to implement some other cool things in there. Yeah. I, no, I'd love to hear the hear. pharmacy class to hear. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we mm -hmm. made some big improvements. Out. You know, we were working on sync sitting in Jason Turner's class, really just hearing how mm -hmm. he was telling people to do sync the hard way and listening to their yeah. questions and and spending time with him and with Bob Lomanac. And so, yeah, no, pumped up. It's almost like building a little office Ready. vibe into Pioneer. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Take care. Look forward to talking to you soon. All right. Absolutely. It's great. I really appreciate the opportunity, guys. All, All right. right. Thanks for All being right. here, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Catalyst podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider liking, subscribing, and or following us. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts to help us reach more amazing pharmacy people like you. Follow PioneerX on your preferred social media platform for the latest up-to-date pharmacy news and content.